0: Welcome to another episode. So we're going to talk about summer activities because it's summer. There's always sunshine. There's always good activities to do in the summer. Like I know some people like to go to camp. Some people like to go hiking. Some people like to go on a pontoon boat ride, tubing, you know, so many different things. I'm not a very outdoorsy person, but I do like to spend time with family and have a bonfire and have s'mores and have summer cookouts, but I know that's not really the big discussion that we're going to talk about here, but I think Kimberly might have different opinions or different thoughts as to what- how she likes to spend her summers. So, Kimberly, what do you like to do in the summer?
1: Hey everyone I like to go tandem bike riding spend time on my parents deck things like that but the thrill of my summer definitely I look forward to this every year all year round is a camp that's in Wisconsin called Lions Camp and it's sponsored by the Lions Club and it has activities for blind adults like the week I go to is the BVI adult week and people think of a camp as a children's thing and sometimes I feel like I have the scrutiny of others being like you're how old and you go to camp but I love this camp because there's counselors that help us do activities We get to do things that we might not be able to do in normal circumstances. This camp is beautiful. It has acres and acres of lot. And some of the activities are, they have a nature center. So they have some nature specific activities and they have like taxidermy animals that you can touch and things like that. The one thing I look forward to and prepare for every year is the talent night I'm a singer, but there's lots of people that like to do that, that get up, tell jokes, say poems, do different instrumental pieces, things like that. It's so much fun. There's crafts where the counselors help you do different crafts, like
0: beading
1: um, clay stuff with clay, um, tactile things that's where I learn a lot of crafts that I sell like bracelet making and things like that I Think crafts that have to do with string that you can make jewelry there's wagon rides some people call it the hay wagon but there's not really hay on it's a wagon ride that takes um, that has enough riders that can hold like oh gosh I don't know double digits and it has benches along the inside and the tractor takes it through the woods and it's just so much fun because it's especially I think for like the laid-back campers you can go from ages 18 and up and I know one year there was like a 91 year old camper that came oh wow they have Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, They just keep coming back because the blind adults just love it so much. They have a great time. There's boating. Every boat you can think of, paddle boat, row boat, kayak, canoe, just everything. Sometimes sailboats. They have paddle boards now. They have corkles now. They have a swimming area, they have tandem biking, they have hiking, just dozens of activities. Pontoon boat rides, the laid-back campers love that. And the cabins are set up where they're in duplexes, so they're the cabins aren't like roughing it. It's like air conditioned, you know, you have live in a group setting with other campers and counselors. And then in between two of the cabins is a lounge where the cabins can hang out and other campers can come in the lounge and hang out with you. And you can just do whatever you want in the lounge, play cards, mingle, talk, kind of, just be able to socialize with people that are blind and have the same challenges as you do just dozens of activities and it is an adult camp so the counselors are only there for to basically sleep run meals and run the activities you are not restricted to do things with the counselors it's not like where i went in youth camp and the counselors stayed with you the whole time and you did things with your cabin in one other cabin that's called the unit an adult camp it's carefree it's laid back they have like five different activities that run at once at, that run on a schedule and you can choose whether you want to go to any of the activities, or if you just want to stay inside and mingle. Stay in the air conditioning, or if it's raining, stay inside. They also have a high ropes course with, with where it's a belay system. When you're up in the air doing different rope challenges. They have what's new this year was this thing called a giant swing, where you are hooked up to a body harness and you are hooked up to a couple of ropes. And once you climb the ladder, you get hoisted up with another rope that a bunch of campers pull and hoist you up as far as you wanna go. The highest is, I would say, the approximate amount in the air would be between 25 and 40 feet that you can choose to go up and then you pull on another rope and you get let go from just that third rope and you pre-fall a little bit and swing back and forth just in the air. Another thing that my friends love is the climbing wall. They have like a climbing wall style like that's at climbing gyms things like that tons of activities i've been going since i was eight they more or less so about 26 years i didn't go for a couple years and then there was covid so uh, everyone had to wasn't able to go last year pretty much especially in our week which was disappointing but we understood but everyone who looks forward to it all year round that was a huge loss to them Um, so the only payment for this camp is a $25 application fee and when you enter camp and you have to go to certain areas to register and check into camp, things like that, they ask if you want your $25 back. And everyone has payment challenges. I understand that. The Alliance camp is a nonprofit camp and a nonprofit organization. So they rely on donations. And one thing that upsets me a little bit is that I see a lot of people get their $25 back and yet some people complain about the camp having goals they want to meet or activities they want to have in the future but don't have the funds to create like for instance there used to be a zip line that had to take it down because it was in the woods and the trees were dying and it was unsafe They've been talking for a few years of wanting to get a zipline that goes over the lake. And they aren't able to do it because obviously there's no funds. And to me, $25 is not very much. Let's compare this to other camps that have hundreds of dollars in order to go. $25 for five days and one night of free lodging, free board, free meals all week long for you, plus activities. You can't get that anywhere else. And if you look forward to that, I donate each year and the camp relies on donations. To me, $25 isn't that much. And again, I understand everyone has payment, different payment challenges, but if I were to compare it to other camps that you go for a week and. You have to pay for your travel to get there Um, if it's in another state. You have to pay for staying there, which is hundreds of dollars. I could go on and on. So I love it. It makes my heart so happy when I hear people say, yeah, I donated my $25 because it's like that is going to help run the camp. Good for you. Other weeks that they have are youth blind weeks that I mentioned that I went when I was a kid. They have youth and adult um, hard of hearing and deaf weeks so you can go as a youth and an adult. They have intellectually challenged weeks for youth and adults. They have Juvenile Diabetes Week they have grouped with that I believe they have Youth Epileptics Uh, they have pretty much any type of disability has a week there so I would definitely encourage if you're a Wisconsin resident it's only available for Wisconsin residents that If you have a child that has one of those disabilities, call camp, get them in for next summer. And the reason I say that is because I have made lifelong friendships through this camp. I wouldn't know Angie if it weren't for this camp. I want to know.
0: Wait, hold on. But I didn't really go to, well, I didn't That's really true. go to Lions Camp, no, but, um, in the winter at the, at the campgrounds, they had a facility called, they had a facility, oh my god, um, sorry, in, mean, a, in the same off. facility they had, they used to have, um, an event in the winter called Ski for Light, they haven't done it in... How long have they not done it for? I don't really remember. Oh,
1: gosh, years and years, probably since 2009, because there's been issues where there's not enough snow or lack of attendance, things like that. But we can talk about that in another episode. Yeah. Um, So, correction, not necessarily, but I've met three-quarters of my friends through this camp, or as a, as a child. Or I've met friends of friends that were friends of the friends I made at camp. Or siblings of friends that I made at camp as a child. Just tons and tons of relationships, social interactions. I want to be where I am today because of the I would not be where I am today because of the relationships I met at camp and those blossoming into other opportunities where I met more people and got involved in other blindness organizations. I don't know, I can't say if I would have met the people or not that I met at camp, but I can say I am still friends with those who I have met at camp. And one of my good friends, I remember, it was back in the long distance days and the pre-internet days, sort of. Not really everyone had the internet, and I didn't, and she didn't, but shout out to Lori. She and I used to write letters to each other and it was such a thrill because you don't get that anymore you just get texts and it was such a thrill to get a letter from each other and then there was like yahoo messenger where we kept in contact with friends from camp and from then on it's like there've been very good social media connections and ways to keep in contact with those relationships that were made There are nationwide camps that are the same type of camps that are in different states. And we will link resources to those camps for you guys to get an idea of the different summer camp programs that are available for people with disabilities and blind campers, youth and adult alike. One thing that is nice to see during going to these weeks, especially as an adult, is that they have counselors that were youth campers that love the camp so much that they come back to work. And it's so nice because you can, like, bond with those counselors and they're like oh I went to the juvenile diabetes week I was an epileptic camper and I loved it so much and the need for counselors is always an issue for not just Lions Camp but other camps and lots of the counselors are there because they're usually college students so it's been kind of weird that we're older than the counselors that are there it was epic when we were the same age and everything like that but now as we're growing older it's like we tease them for being so young
0: but (laughs) that's awesome we've,
1: we've bonded with the counselors and some are even there to get college credit like they're going for special needs education or just education in general, child care professions, even medical. There's obviously a health lodge there that can tend to your medical needs, whether it be heat stroke, uh, itchy bug bite, or something a little more severe. Like, there's some campers who suffer from seizures. And what's nice is that that camp, they are trained to be able to handle campers with seizures, children and adults alike. And that's really all I had for Lions Camp, unless there's something you wanted to mention or wanted to know, Angie. Um.
0: Well, I'm going to say that... I think it's amazing that there are summer camps for the blind, and I think it's important for people to know that, you know, like, let's say if they have a child, or, you know, a teen, or they're an adult themselves, um, and they want to do something fun for the summer, it's a great way to meet people, and to make lifelong friendships, and it's a- a, a, a great opportunity. We're definitely going to link information about Lions Camp if you are in Wisconsin. And we're also going to link information that we found out about other camps in different states. So that way, like I found two websites That have information and know what Kimberly, I think you found the same website as I did, didn't you?
1: I think so, too. And I want to mention the youth camp weeks at Lions Camp. Um, I think they start at age six. So if your child you think can handle being able to be away from home from a Sunday night to a Friday morning, I say go for
0: it. Yeah, it's a it's a great experience. And I think that it will be good for them to be able to make friends with other kids that they could relate to. Who knows? I mean, you might find somebody that shares the same challenges. Or if you don't. I mean, it's, you still have struggles, you know, they might be a little different, but you still have challenges that you go through, so I think it's, I think it's great.
1: One thing that I love is that the counselors go through rigorous training as far as dealing with the different campers helping out with their needs, helping out with different activities. There are licensed lifeguards for the swimming area. If you're a child, you go through a test. They have different levels of deepness in the water, and anyone can go in first level because it's just basically wading in the water as it young young child that might seem deep and then there's second area which if you're you've outgrown first area you can try and you have to do a test where you have to do a certain amount of laps without touching the bottom of the lake it's a pretty shallow lake but then in third area it's so much fun because it's over my head I'm about five seven But when you first get in, I can touch. (laughs) And it has a raft with a ladder that you climb and you can jump off. No diving because they want to be careful with the shallowness of the lake and things like that. But the counselors, I mentioned the Deaf and Hard of Hearing Week, they learn sign language. So by the end of the summer, they have those weeks with the youth and adults. And if you're child or if you're an adult and you can understand sign language, the counselors are fully capable of interacting and staying, keeping up with the communication with those who have hearing impairments.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that camp is a good experience for you and I'm glad that you enjoy it. And it's awesome that they have these great opportunities for blind children and blind adults.
1: It definitely is because not everyone has family who has a boat that can take them on a boat or a pontoon boat. Not everyone has family that is open to someone being, having the independence that they do. Like, there's families that I know that, I guess, for lack of a better word, coddle their children, Mm -hmm. and they are able to go to this camp and gain the confidence that they don't at home and be able to see, hey, I can I can go on this ropes course. I can go on this climbing wall, even though I'm blind and have challenges. Even intellectually challenged adults and children, there is a wall, part of the climbing wall that's slanted. So it's easier for the intellectually Challenged, I can socialize with other people who have my same difficulties and form those bonds. So it's really nice because most of the time, if you're blind or disabled, you don't get those opportunities in any other setting other than camp where there is supervised and trained counselors to help you those activities and that's why so many people look forward to it all year round
0: that's awesome and i don't know what else to say i really don't other than we will link information in the show notes down below you'll be able to find it if you're interested and kimberly thank you for sharing your experience I think it's of awesome course. that we that we covered this because it's summer. It's the summertime, you know? People might want to go and enjoy the outdoors and get some sunshine and do fun activities like that. Which I think it's awesome.
1: Definitely.
0: Because, you know, not every family could... Give you an experience to go out in the woods and stay in the cabin and go camping.
1: Yeah, sit around a campfire. Uh, They do have campouts where they have campsites in the woods that people who have the camping, that people who have the interest in camping just love because you stay overnight in tents and things like that with your unit and cabin and you roast marshmallows and have dinner over the fire and stay overnight and then have like cereal the next morning and walk through trek through the woods to these campgrounds they have all set up and some people just love that
0: experience. Man I don't know what it is, but (laughs) if it were me I would love to go glamping someday. Have you ever heard of that glamping? Ooh. Yeah, yes, I, I have. that would be my type of camping trip. <laughs> maybe I just I don't know, I'm just not <laughs> I'm not so outdoorsy, maybe because I'm a city girl, but I you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's all good. I'm not a big outdoorsy person either, but I like a good sitting around the fire, listening to music, air condition inside <laughs> TV. I'm not much of, big on um, yeah. roughing it, but I do like getting out in the sun and things like that. Fairs bears are pretty good and music and
0: Concerts, outdoor oh, that'd be concerts. I awesome. would always love to go to an you. outdoor concert someday. Alright, folks. Well, Kimberly, do you have anything else to add? Or anything else you want to say? Nope. Alright, well, we're going to wrap up this episode here. So, you know where to find us. We're on Facebook, Twitter. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Tune in itunes and google play so be sure to listen to this and i hope you enjoy it and be sure to tune in next time bye everybody bye Bye.